okay guys hello um let me let me adjust adjust this uh so i i, I had planned to start the episode with with freestyling on this beat but i don't really know how to freestyle on a beat <laughs> so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna let it play out because it says it's copyright free right i don't know if it's, it's i don't i don't know if it's copyright free let me turn it off y'all just in case it ain't copyright free I don't know how, to, how I don't know how people do this freestyle thing on the beat. Like, um, freestyle on the beat, make your shoes fleet. Everybody knows that I got the sheet. You know you were freaking the beat, and I can't really say shit too much because all the people that know me listen to this, and I can't really freestyle too much because I will cuss, and I and I, and I, and I, and I don't really need people to know that I cuss. You know that, you know when you. You know when you got multiple personalities, but you don't want people to know your other side of you because if they found out the other side of you, then you you got some questions to ask, answer right. But yeah, but yeah, how do people freestyle? I don't know how people freestyle. I try it all the time, but it it is not it's not it's not something that I'm good at. It's not something I'm good at. Uh, I can write a poem. I can write a poem. I can freestyle a poem. Uh, like you know, I can take up this pen and tell you when it went to the world and said hello, my dear pen. You flow and mow and do and sow and low and co and mill. You know, I don't really know how to make up a poet. I don't know how to make up a poem about a pen. I don't know how to freestyle like a rapper in the end, but. I can make a pen move across a paper in the end. You know, I'm just saying random sentences that end with N and maybe in the beginning of time. Any- <clears throat> Anyways, guys, welcome to another episode of Platt's Poetry. Uh, this is Platt's Poetry. This is Poetry Week. And this is the Poetry Week edition of the podcast, season three. And I do hope you guys have been having a wonderful Poetry Week so far. I've been having a wonderful Poetry Week so far. Remember my most thing that I'm happy about for this Poetry Week so far. I'm going to extenuate the so far because I'm so excited. On Monday, on Tuesday, suppose you got 29 likes. <clears throat> that is... That is extra. That is that is exceptional. Twenty nine likes is exceptional. Cause last year we barely got to fifteen likes on a post. So that just tells me that we grew. We grew and we got better this year. And this year is gonna be all oh, this year's poetry week is awesome. Twenty three likes on day two. Twenty one likes on day th- on day three. If I if 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 I can get one like, if I can get twenty likes per post, every post of poetry week, I will be the happiest boy. The happiest man, the happiest plat that is there is. I, I'm gonna move this mic further away from it because I feel like yelling today, and I don't wanna. I don't wanna deaf anybody. I feel like. I feel like. I feel like talking loud. I feel like speaking loudly today, and I don't really wanna. I don't really wanna get in anybody's eardrums. I don't wanna break anybody's ears, you know. Because today's gonna be about story time. Story time. Story time. Story time. Story. 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 Story time. Anyway, I started it. Mm, let's get to the script. Because you guys know there's a script, right? But I, I'm over here trying to rap on beats. Like, I know how to rap. That's the joke over here at Platt's Portrait. We always get the funny, the, the, the stupidness, the stupid part of play. Eh? So, um, episode two, get Malaga Gouda here. Throughout life, you know, I find that it's that it's best practice to set goals and then break those goals into miniature objectives, which are easier to 
pardon my repetition, obtain, you know. And when people ask me how I published my first poetry collection, I have to pause for a moment and think to myself, how exactly did I do it? It had, it had been a dream of mine to see my name on a published book of writing since 2016 after I finished my first book and started writing my second. Beautiful stories. Beautiful stories, I might add. Those were very beautiful stories. Those books back in the day were very beautiful books. And I would indeed recommend you reading them if I didn't remove them from the internet completely because of my complete and utter shame of them because they're not at the level of writing that you would expect of me in today. But anyway, <clears throat> beautiful stories. Um, throughout the years, I have written six books. And poetry... Well, and the poetry ones seem to be the one easiest to publish. But of all the books... Uh, of all the books it took the longest to make, it took exactly three years to make the poetry book. In today's episode, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna be doing a lot of story times uh, that I hope will teach you guys some lessons around um, around the whole publishing your first book and stuff. But mostly and all honestly, this episode is meant to bring some laughter and joy into you at the end of the week because it is Friday. It's Friday, guys. It's Friday. We love a good Friday. Don't we love Friday, guys? Anyways, <clears throat> so, um, this is just my story, uh, well, a portion of my story, and there are thousands of stories of self-published and traditional published authors on the internet, and I encourage you to check out their stories as well. Now that we've gotten through all the funny stuff, the joke stuff, and all this stuff, let's get into writing. How do you come up with... So many ideas. Now I get this. I've gotten this question a lot this year um, from many people, actually. And to be honest, answering this question does not get any easier or any harder when people ask me because, honestly, I don't know. Sorry, it's the truth, guys. Uh, most days I just be vibing with my with my thoughts in my head, and suddenly something starts to stress, starts to stick. Recently, over over on the poetry page on Insta, you should you you, you should you should def follow us by the way at Platts Poetry over on Instagram because because it does be lit over there. I post it. It does be lit over on Platts Poetry. It does be lit. It does be lit over on Platts Poetry. It's always lit. It's always amazing. It's always a joy. So I think that you should just follow the Platts Poetry page. Anyway, <clears throat> it's always lit. Just saying. To be very honest, uh, I, I, I posted a poem recently called Love Is. And to be very honest, I was just sitting I was just sitting down in my room at the time humming that song. Um, what you won't do, do for love. You try everything. Anyway, that, that, that song, right? And then and then and then that, that love part, that love part just, just just got stuck in my head. And I and I started thought I started talking to myself, going like love is, love is, love is, love is, love is, love is. Then I laughed. You know, like one of those, you know, if you ever heard me laugh, 
It's quite, it's kind of crazy how I laugh. It's like, <laughs> no, that's a fake laugh. But you know, my laugh is kind of, it's kind of mad. And when I laugh, it's kind of funny. And it hit me, love is laughter. You know, that, that was what, that was what came to me. Love is laughter, but not just any kind of laughter. It's crazy laughter. It's, it's laughter that doesn't make any sense. It's ludicrous laughter. And I was like, let's make this shit poetic. And I recommend, <laughs> and I, no, sorry. I remember, I remember, um, I remember, I remembered a poem from my poetry book that goes, love is like luminous light leaping from the still laying waters of lavish darkness under a moonless night. Love is like the lamb colored snow lighting dark land. Love is the lucky pot of gold at the end of a leprechaun's rainbow near the sand. Listen to me, let me say it again. Love, love, love is like a luminous light leaping from the still laying waters of lavish darkness under a moonless night. Love is like the lamb colored snow lighting dark dark land love is the lucky pot of gold at the end of a leprechaun's rainbow and air at the sand and i remember how far for that poem <laughs> you know for that poem what i did i did i did two speakers i did i did the, i did the heart and the mind so i was like let me do this again let me do this two speaker thing again because it worked the first time right so i bring this in again i, I bring in so what I did the first time, I did two minds. So I was like, let me do this again. Except this time, I had not perspective. I had this perspective of the spirit, you know. And I and I don't know about you guys, but when I switch up perspective, when I switch up, I switch up everything there. When I'm writing from the from the heart, when I'm writing from the heart, you will know. When I'm writing from the mind, you're gonna know. When I'm writing from the spirit, you're gonna know. And that's how you know. And I and I don't know about you. So my spirit was like, love is ludicrous laughter, bros. And my mind was like, no, love is a divine orchestra. And my heart was like, love is the pain of learning the violin for the first time. Listen, I was in my room talking to myself going off. My notes app was on fire. And then I finished. And, and then I finished. <clears throat> That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke, guys, because because you never you never finish writing a piece of work. You never finish, you know. The, you never really finish anything. I close the notes app. I do I do my little do my little homework, and then I go to bed. Cause it, cause you know what, bro, got you got school in the morning, and on my way to school, I, I'm reading this poem. I thought, and, and it, it, it ain't it ain't as far. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't as far as I remember writing it. So guess guess what I do? I uh, guess what I do. Guess what I do, guys. Guess what I do as any other writer does. I edit that. I edit that poem, and uh, and I make it even better. I layer on more similes and more descriptions. To, to, I took auditory imagery to town, and once again thought to myself, "This shit is the shit. This is fire. I have done it again. It. I've done it again, and it." And it is time to show the world my new magnum opus, my new masterpiece. It is time to stun you guys with this beauty that is Platt Poetry. That is Platt's Poetry. I close the notes app. I design the posts in my little Canva app, and I move forward. I notice there's an open mic on campus, and I'm like, let me go perform this poem, this masterpiece, this absolute work of literature. I print it out because, you know, I still can't remember this poem. It's new, it's bold, it's beautiful, and and I want and I wanted the, I wanted this recorded so I could post it today. By the way, you should look out for this poem being posted today if you haven't already seen it, bros. Because you're getting three posts today, you're getting a poem today, you're getting a again a performance, and you're getting this podcast episode. And I, I'm here read I'm here reading this poem, and I and I'm like, this is awful. <clears throat> Listen.
I'm here reading this poem, and this poem is awful, right? Guess what I do? I edit it again. I made it. I made it performance ready. People were already seeing part of one of the, seeing part one of this poem, and here I was looking, thinking, looking at it, thinking it was terrible, while they were telling me it was it was perfect. It was beautiful. Huh? I finish it again. <laughs> That word again, finish. I step up to perform in front of all these absolute masses of the stage. I met these dudes like a couple weeks ago when they were having a poetry show. And, I, and my friend, one of my friends, told me to come along to watch the show. And I was amazed. Frankly, I was almost afraid of one of them, one of the vice president, because he, he scares me. I'm not going to lie. He, he scares me. But the poets, I was like, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm a little nervous. These guys are masters. A little, a little worried. When, when I started reading, oh gosh, when I started reading my poem. <clears throat> After all the edits I done, I done did. After I done told myself this poem was done. After I done said for the second time that this was my crown jewel. Bro, bros, bros, plats, plats. Guess what I did? Guess what I did? I changed the poem again and mid-performance. I was sick with it though. I was sick with it though. No one, no, nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. Nobody, nobody noticed I was changing up the poem because none of them ain't see the poem beforehand, right? So I was there. But back to the question: How do I write these poems? <laughs> and I, I and when, 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 when do I, when, when do I know a poem is good enough? For the public eye, or how I find inspiration. Truth is, I draw inspiration. Inspiration is the easiest part. I draw inspiration from everything around me, from the music I listen to, to the conversations I've had, from the past poems, and even the memories I wish I could forget. And the way I write is a mystery to even me. Because sometimes I, I, I black out, come back, and some beautiful literature is in front of me. But as I say, the next day I start look, thinking this beautiful thing is ugly. When, when, which, which, bring, which brings me back to the question which makes, makes, most, makes most of us stutter. When, when is a poem good enough to publish? If, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're anything like me, never, you know. Um, there are poems in my poetry book right now I would rewrite completely or remove. There are poems that I, that I change while reading them months later. I could write a story. <clears throat> Have it be the best-selling story ever written, and I will look at it and say I could do better. But the thing with me is I'm a perfectionist. That knows perfection does not exist. Listen again. I'm a perfectionist that knows perfection does not exist. So what happens is a part of me comes in and, and comes in me. And that part of me is like, you've done enough. Calm down. We could do more, but we, we've got, we, we don't got the time. We don't got the time plan for that. So let's relax. Let's calm down. This work is good. It's better than yesterday. And it's okay for people to see it now. You see... If I didn't have, you see, if I didn't have that sense in me to tell me, to tell me to stop, I'd never stop. Because, again, I'm a perfectionist. My editor seems to be even a bigger perfectionist than me because he, he even commented on this. I gave him 80 to 90 poems for this book and we ended up with 56. He chopped poems after I chopped poems. I was at 120 when I started. You see? You see, it's perfectionism. Perfectionism with sense. That's the that's what I operate under. So how did I pick those 56 poems to publish? They were they were the 56 poems my brain looked at and said, we've made them good enough. And good enough for me is different 
than you. Because many of my friends tell me my good enough is, is a standard above their good enough. And some friends look at me and say, my good enough ain't good enough for them. You know? So I implore you to look into yourself. <clears throat> so this is the first lesson, the first story time. I implore you to look into yourself and decide to define what is your basic standard. What is good enough for you? Especially if you are a perfectionist. Once you know what you are, once you know what you think is good, once you know what you think is awesome, once you know in your heart which things are good, which things are bad, which things are perfect, which things are not perfect, which things make your which things make it make life beautiful once you know that you're good because deciding what to put out there is 99% of the problem because it's not writing writing isn't the problem because we are always writing it's what we want to put out there anyway so, 15 minutes in, 16 minutes in, sorry, I haven't performed the poem yet. So it's time to perform the poem. I'm going to perform the poem I posted, I'm posting today, and you're going to notice that there's a difference. There's always going to be a difference. No two poem performances are the same, bro. Anyway, so let's go. I ask myself again, what is love, really? My spirit jumps in to say love is like ludicrous laughter that leaps from the lowest depth of your soul into burning air, dispersing to douse flames of despair so that all who can hear fill their air with this joy, a joy that springs a sea of butterflies to fill your stomach, lace minds with wind chimes of summer and line the wells, sorry, the walls of your heart with rose petals, violets, lavender, lilacs, and daffodils, oh, as if it were fall silly is this joy because this joy drizzles jazz into your bones and makes it so with every beat as your as your feet kiss land's teeth your you meet greek poets who only know how to speak folly even at their peak silly 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 is this joy because this joy is a drug like no other, my dear brother. It is, it is not just free. It is responsible for the conception of life throughout reality, figuratively, of course, unless otherwise than literally. An addictive substance that scoffs at the, at the word temporary and instead binds itself to us permanently. Silly is this joy, joy, joy. Silly is this joy we call love because love, love, love. Love, if nothing else, is ludicrous laughter. My mind jumps in. Jump, 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 jump. Silence all. No, no, no. Listen. Love is a divine orchestra of whatever. Producing melodies that make even those drenched in hate shiver. The composer and conductors are masters of instruments, them so clever that even the deaf may hear love songs through vibrations and frequencies which dance beyond the limitations of silence's quiver, to bring forth sound like no other that lasts forever, a sound so beautiful. Angels stop to weep tears of joy when trumpets of today smile at young lovers locked in play on a random Tuesday as the as 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 they say to each other 
I wish eternally here we could, 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 could stay. A sound so breathtaking. It shushes storms and hurricanes just to make sure a beat carrying, a boat, sorry, a boat carrying diamonds reaches the shore in time for an engagement's encore. A sound so precious we do not risk saying or speaking or vibrating it to everyone or everything. A sound so powerful. A fetus within a mother's, a mother's, a mother's womb calms when sang to and prayers whispered in the willow or shouted from the mountaintop are answered in the plenty and not the few. Love, 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 love. Is a divine orchestra of limitless sound. The heart screams with its beat. No, 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 no. Listen. Love is like listening. Sorry. Love is like learning to play the violin. A simple task that one realizes quickly is more complicated than they originally thought it would be. One goes in thinking on the first day they shall create beautiful melodies from heaven when instead they bring screeching from hell as they burn in the pain beyond description. Pain that sits in the brain wondering which walls to tear down first, which insecurities to unearth, which vulnerable floors are ripe for attack. Pain that looks upon shattered hearts as if they are now new and says that today is the day we have our first lesson learning the violin is a painful experience for all around to the point one must often practice alone and on their own without earplugs in and hope that this painful sound ends in bold beauty and cowardly silence. Learning the violin is a painful experience and then suddenly one day you've learned. No more pain, just beautiful melodies from heaven. Love, 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 love. Listen to me again. Love, 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 love. If nothing else is like learning the violin for the first time. And I jump in to shush all of them. And I say, no, 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 and no. Love is everything. From the ludicrous laughter that spreads joy to all, to the orchestra of whatever that brings vibrations wherever and to whoever. To the painful and lonely process of learning the violin. Love. 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 is powerful joy born out of practice at oneself in spite of pain love if nothing else is everything yeah
Okay, and that's good. Sorry for the terrible singing. I'm feeling very happy today. Next section is about editing. Ah, editing. Once upon a time. Ah, hmm. Um, so if you are any of my friends, I apologize in advance. Just make me really chat like this often. So anyway, once upon a time, I was on Twitter. My name is business, as one does. And I am there scrolling and sharing my poems to build the brand, to expand the brand, you know, get followers, so that's poetry. Then one of one of my mutuals starts hosting a little, one little poetry space, you see me? Uh, now, me go so boops, me make a boops, you know, me make a boops and jump in, and jump in, jump in, cause me want to see, me want to see the pre and thing. People, <clears throat> let me tell you this, make me tell you this, once again I found myself in the presence of geniuses, geniuses. These people compare these people compare things that I didn't even know were comparable. You had uh, sensuous and serious poems coming together in classic Shakespearean manner and Jamaican dub style. I was for the most part intimidated, but me step up to the mic, you know, I, you know, I do my do my thing, you know, no, no, massive, ah, uh, massive, massive. All right, let me. Let me get back to the Queen's English. I guess it's the King English these days. Rest in peace, Her Majesty. Platts. I want. I went on and did my and did a poem from the book called Wish, and everyone loved it. <clears throat> I am feeling big now. Star. Uh, I start coming back regularly. One night, Simon the writer enters the space. If you guys don't know who Simon is, he's a legend. <clears throat> Videographer, video editor, coach, editor, teacher, and of course, a writer. <laughs> I'm going to link his social medias down below. Um, the way the host introduced Simon, though, had me, uh, as Dan Dan would say, nervous. One of my favorite Jamaican influencers, Life of Life of King or Dan Dan, him always semi nervous. You know, and and then you know and dance, me love, me love when you dance, you know, and and people after and people after Simon go go introduce after Simon get introduced, me be well nervous. First first time first time me I meet the brother, right? <clears throat> the poem he performed was called "Real Body Woman," and oh gosh, it was a wonderful poem about loving thick thick women, you know. Mm, wonderful wonderful poem. I, I must say, I I I if I had a copy of it, I'd read it for you guys. Awesome poem. <clears throat> In in a sense, the thing did shut, right? Like like you know, light up the space. <laughs> I swear, I saw like this not naturally. <laughs> so he kept on coming in and kept on performing these banger of poems, one after the other, and after the other, we became good friends, right? And we kept going back to the poetry space together, and you know, we worked off each other's energy and vibe. He outperformed me at all times, you know. No, you play a suit. <laughs> they even suggested that Simon and I start a podcast together. Simon and I talked about it, but we never really, we never, we never really made it to to the planning stage, schedules, and all those things. You know. In the meantime, I have finished all the poems that are supposed to go in the Voyager book. All one hundred and twenty of them, and I've cut it down to ninety and eighty. You know, you know. The poems I decided were good enough. <sighs> here's, here's the thing now. Killing my pride and ego was hard because sometimes you need professionals to look over your work before you send it out there. 
I don't want to uh, no that just means professionalize as in a, an editor no you don't really need an editor I just say an editor is a is a good investment to make because you never know how excellent your work is or what is missing from your work and editors can be the bridge that help to tell you what is missing what is wrong what can be added you know so i didn't want no stranger editing my book so i contact simon the writer and lol and lol i wrote i wrote lol as i as legit in the script i have lol and I just said lol instead of laughing out loud. And I continue. Anyway, I was so timid and shy. I walked up in his DMs like a wuss. Good night slash good afternoon, Simon. So, I just finished compiling five poetry books and want someone to proofread them for me and such. How much would you want for compensation? That's exactly what I typed, you know, exactly what I sent to the man. I was nervous. Like when I, you know, like when in previous podcasts when I tell you I'm shoot, when I'm shooting my shot and I start and I start making up words, you know, like teetering that actually exist in the English language. You know them weird. Yeah. As somebody did stay in people in my inbox. Very nervous. Simon replies, what's your budget? No, you see me well nervous. No, you know, guys, me like, what if me not have no money for this, you know, I mean, I know what in these are working on. It's my first time, right? First time. The first time we need me need me need to me need to look at sisters. Me don't know me kinda dance when it comes to certain things and this is one of them things there. So me now not really have no no much about these things, you know, right? <laughs> in a cost wise. So I, I tell her I got a hundred US dollars. Now uh in Jamaican that's fifteen thousand. No, I think it's fifteen thousand, let me let me um, at the time the exchange it was one fifty. That's fifteen thousand dollars. Yes, yes. So that, that that was my that was my uh, amount of money that I had set aside for this, right? One thing about me, but I I was willing willing to go above. I was willing to find scripts around and find some money. You know, one thing about me, uh, with me and my dreams, I must spend money if it is necessary on my dreams to be a best-selling poet. Eventually, me gonna make it. Eventually, me don't know when, but me gonna make it eventually. So. If Simon did say five hundred US dollars, probably woulda woulda find a way. So I emailed Simon the drafts and waited for his invoice. Come back, come, come back to be come back around and and the amount come back around the amount and I ended up giving him a bonus at the end because of how much how much fun we ended we ended uh, having together. And I really felt like twenty five thousand Jamaican dollar wasn't enough, based on all the work that we we did end up doing together simon and i <clears throat> you know simon and i have many stories together since since we edited the book and even during the edits of the book i could tell hundreds of them even how he got covid right before starting editing or how i was in the middle of my cape classes starting starting meetings with him to go over so i was in the middle of my cape physics class right and <clears throat> one thing about physics it was in the next session. I was in the session before. I don't know really which one, but we really I missed a chunk of physics class that day. And you know if you really miss physics class, cause once you miss something, you didn't you didn't actually show. But you know, yeah, me glad it I think it's early man in them days. They went school, did they for online? You know, online school, you can't have enough things that go on. <laughs> what? Oh, but. 
Yeah, um, going through final drafts with Simon in middle classes, but uh, my favorite parts of working with Simon was uh, that he made me a better writer. There were poems that I didn't think would get better, but he insisted could be better, could be made better, and he was right. One of the poems in the very beginning of the book, My Muse, was made better because of his ideas, feedback, and input. And as I said, he also broke my heart in the cutting of my few of a few poems, and but that all that but that only made it made the book better in the end because he was honest with me. He was truthful, and that is all you. That's really a big thing you need in life. And obviously, it was his idea to consolidate the book into one complete thing rather than five separate things. The moral of the story. Guys, I know I was rambling. I know I probably tell a bunch of foolishness of chat things, and you know it's probably going to be very weird for someone friend of me quote such like this. <laughs> but the moral of the story: get an editor. It only serves to make your work better, and some editors become your lifelong friends. And don't be afraid to spend money on your dreams. I know editing seems expensive and you know, but you can make a deal, strike a deal, you know, or just save up money. You can't expect to spend, you can't expect to spend no money and publish perfection because perfection requires a village unless you are, unless you are divinity itself. Perfection, especially in art, is expensive. You pay for perfection in art. You, you know how much expensive it is to throw the Mona Lisa or a Van Gogh or a, or a Starry Night. Or, you know, you pay for perfection. You pay for artistry. You must pay for artistry. And artistry is expensive. Anyway, <clears throat> here are two versions of my muse. The first one before Simon got to it that I thought was perfect and the one after it. You should leave in the comments below which one you prefer. <clears throat> wow. I'm sorry. That was that was not supposed to happen. Um, that was that was inappropriate. Anyways, <laughs> let's go. Um, yeah. So 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 this is the first one before it was edited. <clears throat> How do I read this again? I don't remember. Well, I think of how to read this. Um, um, no, I can't play that. No, 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 no. How are you guys doing? Um, I, I, <laughs> I'm having way too much fun. I'm having way too much fun. Oh my god. Alright guys, alright, 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 alright. Right. You know, enough, enough, enough foolishness, enough foolishness. Okay, I actually exited the script, okay. So let's go. Your smooth skin, your joyous laughter, your messy hair, your sweet voice, closed lips, small yet plump in design, open lips. We find an unforgettable but indescribably priceless smile. Your harsh silences driven by your body's tuned tones, your frustrations and your frowns aren't Terence pushing me away, rather incentives to stay. 
your sweet soul to embrace a rare reality but a permanent a permanent in my memory a scent so savory on a body of such grace Helen of joy and unwanted snake in your wake your beauty dwarfs Aphrodite's charm. Athena lives in jealousy of your brain's ability. Ares himself stands perplexed by your bravery and success. Out, outing green flames, scarring, scaring monsters and sages into their cages. I feel the pages rage. Hence, I conclude to name this poem. After a line wouldn't sum up the lyricism used, so I'll call it like you. I'll call it after you, my muse. Okay, that was the poem. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. It's always funny going back to your old poems and reading them. So let's go. This is the updated version in the book. I do hope you guys like this version. <clears throat> your smooth skin. Of cushioned melanin, your joyous laughter petite but ever echoing, your messy hair often in locked ponytails of two, your sweet voice that marches above the common pitch of few, your closed lips sit small and plump beside chiseled dips, your opened lips reveal within an unforgettable, ever indescribable and ever priceless smile, your frame curves against the horizon your shimmering eyes hold sunset's reflection your your gaze warms the coldest souls your sweet sultry embrace grasps my heart and smashes my walls a rare reality that sits permanently within my memory halls your scent savory and tantalizing your personality innocent and commanding your mind is of divine grace nicely laced within you a bountiful spirit that is ever giving bounty if a war were to be fought for you the military might send for you would make those that bat battled over helen of troy nothing more than unwanted specks of dew on history's screens millions of ships sailing into monster saturated seas knowing well you have you have chosen the greatest king to defend your sovereignty you to be succinct you you my love you your bravery your be your beauty your beauty your beauty dwarfs aphrodite's polished charms you 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 my love you athena lives in jealousy of your of your brain's ability aries himself stands perplexed by your bravery and success the world would sit in sorrow upon your death angels would cry lands would break the sea would swallow itself and god himself in glee would welcome your return to heaven still in spite of your excellence you are not without flaws your heart your harsh silences driven by your body's tuned tones your misplaced frustrations your frantic frowns can be st straining to my mind straining to my heart straining to my spirit at times it feels like i am tiptoeing around your anger dodging dodging the daggers of your insecurity fighting a war for a heart that i may never win still these flaws and feelings aren't terence pushing me away from your immaculate existence rather incentives to stay and go the distance eventually your drawbridge will fall for me you will invite me in willingly and one lucky day i will meet your heart's beat while this may take time know that patience and i are kin and i have no difficulties waiting for a muse as inspiring as you even if fate sir severs my ties to you forever 
I will wait an eternity for someone just as electrifying as you. Poem, my muse, and that is just. Which one do you prefer? Which one do you think I prefer, guys? <laughs> it's kind of obvious which I prefer. Anyways, but guys, yeah, so you see what editors can do. You see how on one end it was short, compacted, lacked emotion, lacked exposition, lacked, you know, it was lacking. But then the second one was expansive, beautiful, be blessing, and just filled with joy, right? Yeah. Um, let's move on. <clears throat> I don't know. Well, how much time we have? 40 minutes. We got lots of time. Illustration and publication. Um, Tariq. I always, I always, I always uh, take every opportunity I can to pick up my friend Tyreek and his art. He, ha he and I have been friends since the ninth grade, which is um, seven, eight, ten, I don't know, tenth grade, ninth. All right, I don't, I don't understand. All right, so there's seven, there's eighth. First farm, second farm, third farm. Third farm. Let me just say third farm, you know. I don't really know what which we I mean, I really know. So third farm. Yeah, so we've known each other for seven years after that. Uh, seven years before. So in total, we've known each other. Seven years, been friends since the third farm. Um, so he was the best deputy leader I had seen and could have asked for, even if he was playing across on the field. But most importantly, he's the illustrator of my book. I gave him an idea and he ran with it, delivering on my requests a week early and I made sure to pay him as he requested. Funnily enough, Tyreek and I joke about this often these days, he wanted me to pay him $8,000 or $5,000 in total for all the work he did, right? The cover, the back, and the four images that are inside the book. I mean, I could, I really, I, I really could have taken advantage of them, uh, you know, because while I, on the internet, all the internet illustrators were charging uh, like thirty thousand dollars just to do the cover alone, right? And I was just there like, bro, bro, you're really gonna do all this work for five k? <clears throat> Yeah, but uh, I support my friends like I support Zendaya, and that's a principle I stand by. So, you know, if Zendaya were to release a bottle of water tomorrow, I would buy it. And if my friends were to release a bottle of water tomorrow, I'd buy it. Because that is how I roll. I support my friends like I support Zendaya because, you know, that's just the standard. I love Zendaya. <clears throat> so, I gotta love my friends the same way. You know, but yeah. So, me and Tariq joke about that a lot. Um, there are no... So the way Tyreek and I met was in a was in a it was in a human and social biology class. You know, we were what you call the nerds in school. I believe it, I believe it was human and social biology class. I don't even remember. I know it was third form. <laughs> so long ago. Um, yeah, but we met. School was fun. School was crazy. School was joy. Lots of fun. And we really got closer in sixth form for chemistry class, cause. I don't know how we survived Cape Chemistry, guys, but Cape Chemistry was no joke. That was that was that was a pain in my brain. Anyway, there are no appropriate stories. I can, <laughs> you know, there are, but I don't. I can't think of them. There are no. Our chat should be pleased. Anyways, um, we are the goofiest set of fools in the world. But yeah, illustration is not a must for a poetry book, at least not on the inside. I mean. Everyone illustrates the inside of a book, but you don't really need to illustrate the inside of a book. It's a book. 
words are the first thing and we already covered how to write you know so yeah <clears throat> at least i'm showing our script so and canva is free so you can really use that to design your book covers i really just i wanted to give Tarek a work you know I also didn't really have any idea how to get what I wanted through Canva at the time. So I just hired Illustrator. I suggest a book cover at least, even though you don't need a book cover. Like even if it's just like a squiggly line from Canva, ah, that's a better book cover than just leaving it blank. You know, we never judge a book by its cover until it's a book. That's something you learn quickly. You never judge a book by its cover until it's a book. Publishing for me was easy publishing uh easy one two three situation because i just went through amazon kdp because by they provided templates and all um they provided templates and all i need to do was follow the description of the youtube videos that i watched i will link the youtube videos i will link the youtube videos i watched uh, YouTube videos. I will also link Simon if you guys Simon's Simon's business if you want to get uh, want some editing done, <laughs> you know, in the description of the YouTube video. And will depend and the as as it relates to copyright. None of the people I I I, I went to talk about copyright. Now copyright is specific to your country, so that's something you need to check the laws of your country on on how the copyright situation works now finally before i go oh to all this per huh. yes to all the aspiring writers out there trust me you can write your book and have it published by the end of 2023 by this date next year by december 16th next year you could have your book published right and I challenge you to do that. If you've been lollygagging on your publishing, if you've been lollygagging on your writing, I challenge you to have your book published by next year this time. I will have my... So say it with me. I will have my book published by the end of 2023. Maybe one day I'll be so experienced that I can give you all an in-depth overview of how to publish a book. But, I, but, I, but, I, but, I, but I'm just here for the story times. I'm just here for the laughs. I'm just here for the giggles. Just here to bring you joy in this poetry week. And I thought I would talk about the journey to publishing the book a little bit for this episode. Because I really don't have anything else to talk about. Unless you guys want to hear about all the love stories that I could tell from this year. But that's in a book for next year. Anyway. Um, remember to follow us on... But but things that have to do with next year will be published on next week. On the 20th. Uh, everything I could do it next year. I was actually doing meeting with myself today about all those things. So, But anyway, remember to follow us on Instagram at plant.s underscore poetry. Remember to sub subscribe to our YouTube channel and podcast services at Platt's Poetry over on everything. Remember, if you want some spice in your life, follow us over on Twitter at Platt underscore 13. I think for Christmas, I'm going to go around complimenting women. I post pictures. I'm just going to go around throwing poems at random people on the timeline. That should be fun. I don't know if I'll do it, though, because I don't really want to get in no trouble. And finally, Platts, after you have liked and shared, remember that you are perfectly lovable, amazingly talented, and tough. I'm going to read you a poem from Poetry Week, and then I'm going to dip. 
But I just want to remind you, you are perfectly lovable. That meaning, meaning that no matter what anyone tells you, no matter what anybody says about you, you can be loved. You are worthy of love. You are capable of being loved. That's what perfectly lovable means. You are capable of being loved by someone, even if it is just yourself. You must remember, you are perfectly lovable. There is nothing wrong with you there. You're there. And even in your flaws, you are working to fix them to make yourself a better person. But your flaws do not make you unlovable. Your insecurities do not make you unlovable. You are perfectly lovable. Okay, that's what it means. You are amazingly talented. Amazingly talented means that it means that you can do whatever you think you put your mind to bro you can you can you can build a rocket ship in your backyard you can you can create uh, a fishing a fishing hook and fish all weekend long you can write a poem about missing a girl and that girl will see this poem and not know it's about her you can write a book in a year and publish it in a year because you are amazingly talented amazingly talented means there is no limitations on what how excellent you can be no limitations on what goodness you can create no limitations no nothing you are amazingly talented so not only are you worthy of being loved not only are you capable of being loved you are capable of creating you are capable of making beauty from nothingness you are capable and finally you are tough meaning that you can withstand the trials and tribulations the the the, the things that the, the curveballs that life will throw at us because life will throw at us curveballs and you are tough enough to know which balls to duck which balls to catch which balls to which balls to throw back my bro you are perfectly lovable what does that mean it means that you are worthy of being loved you are amazingly talented that means that you can create beautiful things you are tough meaning that you can know you know when to duck you know when to catch and you know when to throw back the balls that life throws at you now it's time for some poems and then i'm out i miss her do i miss her well i wish days were forever because the days are easy I can distract myself with work or I or find conversation with others but when night comes when my mind is tired my heart yearns for her big company do I miss her well I wish days lasted forever because the days were easy the days are easy i can distract myself with food or find joy in tv shows but when night comes when my mind is tired my spirit yearns for her energy do i miss her well i wish days lasted forever because the days are easy i can distract myself with writing or drown myself in spoken poetry but when night comes when my heart still when my heart stills and my mind yearns for for her day story do i miss her well i miss i wish i wish i wish days lasted forever because while the days are easy when night comes i yearn for her company i yearn for her energy and i yearn for her day story do i miss her well i wish days lasted forever because i miss her just as much under the sun as i miss her under the moon as i miss her while working as i miss her while talking to others as i miss her while eating as i miss her while when watching tv as i miss her when writing as i miss her when listening to poetry as i miss her in my sleep as i miss her when i when, when while awake as i miss her when i breathe and if there exists a moment in time and, and, and that's a big if where i do not miss her Trust me that I spend that moment missing miss, missing me, missing her because but I miss her, but at least during the day, 
I'm too busy to notice just how much I miss her. At least during the day, I don't even, I don't have to fight the urge to tell her that I miss her. If you don't get it yet, I miss her. But will I ever tell her? That's it for today's episode of Blast Poetry. I do hope you have a good, wonderful day. And remember, you guys are perfectly lovely, amazingly talented, and tough. Bye, 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 bye.